Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgerby. Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edgerby. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgerby. Lift our hands and begin to sing it. Lift you high above the earth and the air. Lord, we worship. Lift you high above the earth and the air. Oh, we lift you, Lord. Lift you high. Heaven to us to show us 
from the earth to the cross my God you paid and from the cross to the grave from the grave to the sky Lord I need you we want to say you came from heaven the captain of our salvation you are the head of the church you are savior and lord we worship you we appreciate you spirit of the most high we submit ourselves under your authority may you activate yourself as a spirit of truth and guide us into all truth help me not to mismatch scriptures help me not to default in doctrine help me to communicate your wisdom your truth and Lord confirm your truth with signs and wonders deliver people by the delivering of your word in the name of Jesus Christ let the power of God rest upon your word even as we shout amen Amen. hallelujah well so before you sit down I just want to make a statement and uh, see It is not only evil things that can bring disunity. But good things at certain times can bring disunity. Purely on the premises of number one, pride and arrogance and ignorance. Hallelujah. All right, so sit down. So it is possible for you to even be in a church which you feel, listen, and I choose my words very well, which you feel is the best church and feel not compatible with other churches. <laughs> so you will you will realize that it is actually purely on the premise of what? Ignorance. Which has given birth to a certain pride you don't know. So your pride is actually on the fact that I belong to a very nice church. In fact, my pastor is a very fair pastor and I have a very beautiful uh, uh, pastor's wife and uh, my pastor's wife can preach so powerfully and uh, uh, she's a nice person and whatever. You can, you can just begin to feel not too connected. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? With other Christians from other denomination. And you will feel very special. But actually, it's, you are working in a certain deception. You are actually working in what? A certain deception. Now, one thing about the Christian work is that the more you mature in 
Christ, the more you enhance unity. The more you mature in Christ, the more you enhance what? Unity. Now, when you begin to see this unity at a place, then you have come face to face with immaturity as long as the person or the place is concerned. When people begin to grow to understand, when you have a baby, usually when you buy something for a baby, even as a mother, and you ask the baby, will you give me some? He said, hmm, he won't give you. Because he doesn't really understand. You see, I just forgotten that you are the one that gave the, the, the toffee to him or her. And he has forgotten that he will be hungry again. He's, he's ignorant about the fact that he will be hungry again. And he will need your toffee again. Like, he will need your toffee. And you give a toffee to him or her. And then he says that he doesn't want to have anything to do with you. He doesn't have, you see, that is a sign of what? Immaturity. I mean, baby things. Hallelujah. So, when you begin to see yourself not able to get along with Methodist people, you are immature. If you are not able to get along with Pentecost people, you are immature. If you are not able to get along with uh, which one? Assemblies of God people, you are immature. And some of you, you are not able to even, you see, you are not able to get along. Some of us are not able to even get along with, uh, what's the name? Um, which church in that, that one is not a church, it's a court. Which one? So, you see, you must be able to get along with other churches. Do you understand it? Yes, I'm not saying that do what they do. You have not been called to do what they do. But, you see, you should be able to give them space to be what they are supposed to be. Because until you become what you are supposed to be, and I become what I'm supposed to be, we cannot achieve what we are supposed to achieve. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Because we all cannot be the hand. Somebody must be the leg. Somebody must be the, the what? The hand, the eyes. But you see, for the head, he wanted to be himself. Because so he decided to be the thinking faculty for the body himself. So Jesus Christ is the head of the, the church. He doesn't want to leave that side for anybody. And he carries four of the senses of the body. He carries the sense of sight. He carries the sense of what? Smell. He carries the sense of taste. And he carries the sense of which one? Hearing. So he's carrying all this one. He has left the, the t- sense of feeling to you. So that you, you need his touch and all those things to do this. Then he can interpret what you are feeling to you. So the faculty of thinking, he's carrying it himself. He didn't leave it for you. Because he knows that one day somebody will say that my church is better than your church and we all have to uh, bow down and lift our hands. One day somebody will come up and say, oh, uh, uh, if you say miracle money, if you talk about miracle money, you are not from God. You see, all these useless things will begin to... These are not the things that must divide it, but these are the things that are dividing the church right now. Because these are not, these are not doctrines. Actually, do you understand what I'm trying to say? This is actually a test of our knowledge as long as our faith is concerned. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Your faith in Christ is what is good. At a certain point, let me tell you, at a certain point, Paul and Peter had issues. They had issues. They couldn't really marry their doctrines properly because Peter felt the gospel is for Jews purely. So it was strange for Peter to see Gentiles speaking in tongues, like you and I speaking in tongues. It was very strange to Peter. But Paul had a deeper revelation than Peter. Who knows? 
if we get to the other side and realize that of a truth, there was a miracle money. That you don't know and it is, you are not too okay with it, does not really mean that it may not exist. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So this should not be our focus. And this has succeeded in dividing us. And this same man makes us feel they are the most matured in the body of Christ who have been sent to correct and rectify exegesis in the body of Christ. That is what they say. Meanwhile, this act alone is a manifestation of what? Immaturity. Is it not an irony? So we sit back and we look at them. Just do it. I'm not presenting my... I mean, activate this unity uh, by reason of even a revelation you think you know. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? A revelation you think you know. You, 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 can, you can even just create a whole lot of issue in the body of Christ. Whole lot of issue. The body of Christ is a living body. I say it's a what? And it's a, if it's a living thing which has the life of God in it, then it will grow. And if it is going to grow, then it means that we are going to see new features we never saw. When I was born, I was born, I never saw beard. But as I was growing, I see beard. And in fact, on top, I see a gray beard now. I stand in the mirror, I look at myself, I say, hey, boy, oh boy, I'm not a boy again. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was talking to my mother today. You know what she told me? She said that there's time for everything. You have to, you have to be a man. You have to be a man. I said, what do you mean? What do you mean I have to be a man? I said, what's that? did now? She said, now, who boss Now, you know, I'm saying, well, I'm going to Hallelujah. So, as the body is growing, you will see certain features. We will see certain new things. And it has always been the case that when we are entering into a new phase or a new dispensation or God is doing a new thing, the church remains so ignorant to the extent that we are not able to receive the new things God brings our way. Can you imagine? We are not able to receive it. We fight it. Yes. We fight it. But Jesus made a statement. He said you cannot put a new wine into an old wineskin. That means that your ability to receive something new, you must have a renewed mind. You cannot just receive it the way you used to receive it. Many years ago, people used to go to church and remove their shoes. Maybe it was on the revelation of uh, Moses. Maybe it was on that. But we have moved on from there. How many times did Jesus remove his shoes? We are moving on. Many years ago, they said that oh, Sabbath is Saturday. Of course, it's Saturday. But we have understood that he's, that when we talk about Sabbath, it's not just a day, it's a person. And so, if he, the person is a person, and we are not supposed to serve him on Saturday, and the moment he appears, we can worship him and be with him every time that he is, that means that every day is a Sabbath for us, as long as he is the Sabbath. That's one thing you must understand. So by grace, listen to me. By grace, every day is Sabbath. By law, Saturday is Sabbath. Do you get what I'm trying to say? By law, by the law of Moses, Saturday is what? Sabbath. But by the grace of God, every day is Sabbath. So you don't bind yourself with these things. Oh, no, no, it's Sunday. Oh, it's Saturday. Oh, it's Sunday. Oh, it's Saturday. And to me, I remember that for, and I say for, I say unnecessary unnecessary hallelujah 
I thank God for your life. That you are the right place. I thank God. And you are hearing, hearing the right things. Amen. So if you're not careful, that alone. And because of that, you will be very surprised that somebody here eh, will see a Sabbath person very, very different. Of course, it is not every Sabbath, I mean, Saturday church that is ordained of God. Do you understand it? The same way, there are a lot of Sunday churches that are not ordained of God. God is not there. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't serve, they are not serving the Lord. It's a court. They are not serving God. There are a lot of, there are, there are a lot of Saturday churches eh, which when they preach, uh, you see Jesus. So you should be able to grow. I'm going to show you something today. You should be able to grow and be able to accommodate according to revelation. Not sympathy. It is wrong for you to accept a doctrine or somebody on the basis of nonsense. Let me tell you that. You understand what I'm trying to say? And I'm going to show you I'm going to show you why you cannot even be one with a Jehovah Witness. I'll be, I'm bold about that because they are bold about their faith and we are also bold about our faith. And I'll show you, hallelujah. We are not one. So, for example, it is very easy for you to think that, oh, pastor said that we should accommodate everybody. You see, if you're not very careful, if I don't say this, by the time I realize it, you are getting along even with the wrong people. And that is how Satan works. He can take advantage of half-baked revelation and make you confused about it. Satan, listen to me, does not only work with lies. Okay? But incomplete truth. He can also work with it. That you are saying something or you, you don't say the full truth. Or ununderstood truth. When Satan sees that you don't understand a truth which is communicated, he can also take advantage of your life. That is why when you come to church or you go to a place and there's a teaching going on, you should be serious and make sure nothing distracts you. Yes. That is why you must learn to stop writing your notes or even your, your phone. Because something can distract you. Somebody can send you a message. Something can distract you. And that is what Satan likes. So that something you must capture, you miss it. At the moment you miss it, he can take advantage of that one because he didn't hear it properly. And you see, it is not just in the hearing of what is said, but it is also in the understanding. So the Bible says that wisdom will build a house. He said knowledge will fill it up, but understanding is what, that's what, establishes it. So your establishment is connected to what you have understood. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Your establishment is connected to what you have understood. And for this reason, you must give a full attention. So he told Timothy, he said, give your whole body, your whole system, your whole attention to these things. That your profiting may appear to all. That means that when you give yourself to it, you profit. Hallelujah. So this is, these are some of the things you have to be aware of. Praise God. So don't think that apart from uh, 
there is no there's no other way we can enter this unity uh, offenses and yet no no offenses can cause yes i've told you but apart from offenses i am telling you that even thinking of yourself more righteous can let you feel like hey you are better off than this person and you you see well you see well do you know that some people even get disunited by reason of the mismanagement of the gifts of the holy spirit Amen. That is why the Holy Spirit says that he giveth it according to his judgment. So he looks at you. He knows that you, you have been praying and fasting. Lord, it is not difficult for the Holy Ghost to make you a prophet or to give you a prophet, the gift of prophecy. It is not difficult for him to give you the gift of healing. But when he checks your heart and the contents of your heart or share you see, the Holy Ghost can tell what you become 10 years by reason of something you watch on TV today and then a certain guy you are going to marry tomorrow and then a certain school you'll be going uh, three years time. chemical reaction be taking place in the next 20 years. And there are certain things he will not bring your way. If I put a tomato and uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, you, you, you see, <laughs> you see tomato, you see pepper, you see contumere, you see Kobe, and then you see granite paste. The moment you see that, uh, you can suspect that there is going to be katikonto somewhere. Is that not it? You can tell challenge there is going to be some katikonto. But if you see that one, you see Yaduano, you see that challenge, kakra, kakra. Like so, there are certain things that when the Holy Ghost sees, you can tell that challenge tomorrow. This is how this guy is going to be. So when he comes around and he sends a gift, or shouts, I say, no, if I give this guy a gift of prophecy, 10 years time, he'll be arrogant. He'll be very proud. Hallelujah. He'll be very proud. Amen. So he, know, he doesn't, that is why many of us don't operate in certain gifts. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. That is why. So he must wake up. As they do what? Wake up. It is better to grow because the Holy Ghost wants to commit many things. The Holy Ghost, listen, can I tell you something? Do you know that Jesus is in a hurry to come? Are you aware? Some of you don't want to hear that one. But today you will understand why you have to be happy. Jesus is in a hurry to come back. And do you know why he wants to come back? Sometimes when you hear that Jesus is coming, repent. Jesus is coming. Repent. We, we have preached that message for us to see Jesus as a terrorist. That when he comes, problems don't come, no, that. No. No, 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 no. If we say Jesus is coming, repent. For me, I feel it is not gospel for the unbeliever. Because the coming of Jesus for the unbeliever is distraction. He will go to hell. The gospel for the unbeliever is Jesus loves you. And the gospel for the believer is Jesus is coming. Which wife will not be happy to hear that my, your husband who has been away for 20 years is coming? Which wife? Except a cheating wife. What do you think? So the coming of Jesus Christ is also not exciting to uh, 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 an unrighteous believer. Yeah. I was talking to my daughter, Hetty, and I asked her a question. I said, 
How many days is left for your, husband, your fiance to come? Then, then she told me, I said, how do you feel? So that is not easy. <laughs> I said, it's not easy. But you are not ready before the Lord. You're not ready. You are not, you are not ready. Let me remind you one reason why you are not ready. You see, one of the readiness, okay, if you know that your husband is coming home, there are certain things you begin to do intentionally. And why would you do that? Because of your consciousness of his coming. That is why the Bible says that there's a blessed hope for them who are what? Conscious. He said those that await is what? His appearing. There is a reward for them. There is a reward. Because they have a certain way they, they live their life. So when you see the way people live their life, you can tell that they are not prepared for the appearance of the Lord. Amen. Yeah. They will happen. Those that are chasing after our lands. Did you go and look for where places to be buried, though? Sharp, sharp. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So Jesus is coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you excited about his appearance? The Bible talks about these, those that they will seek his appearance. Those that seek his appearance. Yes. Very, very important. So I'm talking to you about building the right consciousness of focus for the unity of the spirit. Building the right consciousness of focus for the unity of the spirit. Building the right consciousness of focus for the unity of the spirit. So much important. I'm so excited about the things I'm teaching about. So, so, so excited. It blesses me so much. There is a way you are supposed to see things. And there is a way you are supposed to understand things. Certain things. There are certain things you must know them. Be conscious of them. To be able to sustain the unity of of the spirit. Now, let me make this point very clear. When you read Ephesians chapter 4, the verse number 3, the Bible talks about endeavoring, endeavoring to keep or maintain, endeavoring to keep or maintain the unity of the spirit. Then it talked about in the bond of peace. So, what is the bond of peace? What is that bond? Having blocks, half block, and having a full block. What is that thing that keeps full block and half block, six inches block together? It is called mortar. So, what is the mortar of peace? The mortar of peace is love. So, the bond of peace is what? It's love. I'm telling you, I see you are blessed to be in this church. You think it's a joke. There are so many things I teach them. Me, as I was going, I was never taught. The bond of peace is what? It's love. It is love that will let me be able to love Pastor Paul. Okay? With all his strengths and weaknesses. It is love. It is love that is, it helps us to receive each other. The Bible said that husbands love your wives. Because it is a husband that goes to choose a woman. 
I want to marry you. I want to marry you with all your nonsense. I want to marry you. It will take love for me to welcome you and your nonsense. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And when you see love, so he told the husband that you must love the one, the woman. And he told the woman, you must submit to the <laughs> you, you get what I'm trying to say? Yes. So the Bible says that we must endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit. Meaning that you must make a certain effort. When it comes to unity, there is a price to pay. There is a discipline to engage. There is an effort to make. It does not happen automatically. Some of you, you are fine with the sister that sits beside you because he told you something somebody said about you. So you feel he's your friend. There is a way to, to, to be united and you have to make an effort, an intentional effort. I remember my wife when we were not married and uh, when Koforidia and she was the president of the, uh, what was the name, the mission team in Koforidia, Jesus Temple, uh, uh, Faith Sanctuary. And I was a coordinator. And she loved to ransack ghettos. Okay? And there was one ghetto where I went there and I saw another boy who was a policeman smoking there with the guys. When I saw him, I said, I said, brah. The policeman, oh, he's a policeman. No. Hey. My mommy Rev went there. Let me not call her mommy Rev. Lady Eunice, so that you don't feel she went as a reverend. She went there, and the guys, the wild guys, seen a beautiful lady come. Hey, sister, hey, Kala, hey. Like, you know, many, many times. And they started getting around her and she sat down among them, started teaching them. And she kept going there every week, every week, every week, every week, sometimes three times in the week. Going there, it got to a certain time. Do you know what happened? The people started giving their life to Christ one after the other, one after the other, one and the ghetto collapsed. But there is something I found out there. When the ghetto collapsed, you see, when she started doing that, we all, the other team also started going around. And it became one of our strong places. No matter wherever we go, we come back to the ghetto. We come back to that place at Srodai. Was it Srodai? Yeah, it was at Srodai. Or Betum. Betum. It was Betum. Yeah. We we'll go back to Betum. We'll go there and go and meet the, uh, what's the name? The ghetto guys. We'll be there. When you hear uh, Oku Hackman, eh? Reverend Oku Hackman, the assistant, associate pastor, he was part of the ghetto Betum guys that he, he left to Christ. He's a associate pastor now. Yes. Something happened. This is where people will go and see, and they, they, they smell, they don't bath, they don't like bathing. Some of them they can smoke, you go and even go and fall in the gutter and get up and come and come and sit there. They are they are fine. Some of them are junkies. Some of them they are not nice to be with. They are not nice, but we we love them. We were with them. 
Do you understand what I'm trying to say? We were with them. We were deaf with them. We were fine. Sometimes you go there. They, as you are preaching, they are smoking. Oh, we are dead. They are smoking. We, we, we didn't come to tell you stop smoking. We came to tell you Jesus loves you. And we kept preaching the message without telling them smoking is bad or uh, you see you go to hell. That is not. We didn't come to announce hell. Jesus didn't tell us to go and preach hell and heaven. He told us to go and preach the gospel to the lost. So to go and tell somebody, you will, if you don't repent, you will go to hell. You see, there is a gospel of threats, okay, that makes people uh, 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 pretend they are born again. They don't accept Jesus. Who they are only afraid of hell, but they don't love Jesus. If you preach the love of Jesus to people, when the Bible says, "For we love Him because He did what He first loved us," so making people aware that Jesus loves them is what makes them able to love Him back. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish so hell not not going to hell is as a result of believing in jesus christ as your lord and savior so you stop preaching about hell start preaching about jesus the moment a person accepts it that message of you will go to hell will not be necessary again and this is why we have a lot of people that uh, uh, plenty converts they will come to church who, and then with time you realize that you don't see them in the church again. Because we're better yes, our man when you acquire escape hell. So he's using Jesus as a ticket. There are a lot of people are using Jesus as a ticket to escape hell, to get access to heaven. That's what they are thinking. And as you are here, you'll be very surprised if I ask you a question. I'm asking you this question. When you get to heaven, what will you do? Some of you feel like my my media you are not yet working in understanding of revelation because look listen to me heaven is not just a place for us to go heaven is actually a place where we are today the moment you got born again listen to me you are already in heaven because wherever the u.s ambassador ambassador is that territory is united states So that must be understood. Am I saying something very important here? So this camp, actually, we spent a lot of time with the people. And Sundays, we have a lot of people to go around, follow up. We would live. We were students. We were students. We were students. We were not like we were students. We would move from campus and come to town. And come and it was not like Pastor Dixon stood in front there and said, How many people will go for evangelism? And people, no, no, nobody called us. We called ourselves. We felt the church needed, we, we uh, I mean, people needed salvation, not because the church, there's there are empty chairs and all those things. No, 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 no. But because people needed salvation, that is why we went out. And when we started it, we started it. And I told her, I said, I want you to be the leader. You just be the leader. I want to be a coordinator. And before we realized, many people started joining the group. We became a very big group. A very big group. Now we started establishing churches. I've told you these stories over and over again. Now, the thing I want to tell you is that when we go to the camp and we mobilize these guys, okay, and we bring them to church, eh, we have to go to Sudai, we have to go to Beto, maybe uh, other states, and we have to go and mobilize other souls and then bring them. By the time we come, this Betom guys, you can't find one. 
I didn't understand it. So one day, I didn't go. And Lady Eunice went. Went with the team. And I was there. I wanted to know what really happened. And actually, this Betom guys, some of them came to church themselves. And when they came to church, you know what happened? The bench they sat on, no church member sat there with them. So not knowing that, they felt what? Rejected because they felt their clothes were not nice. Actually, they were smelling. I won't lie to you. That one, they were smelling. Some of them will come to church and they, are, they have not bathed. Some of them will come and you realize that, Charlie, they don't look too good. So this lady who has lipsticks and with this will come and then sit down and then realize that no, they as if say or John before and by the time you realize that bench is left alone. And I was I was sitting at the gallery, I was sitting there looking down there, looking at the guys. I didn't say anything. Before I realized, I heard that there was some noise at the gate. So I went there to go and find out. And they said that these guys came, they said they are looking for Eunice and they uh, saw food David Eunice. I don't know we're not pastors, so, but they had their pastor. They saw a pastor in us. What am I trying to say? Without the bond of peace, which is the instrument of love, you cannot maintain the unity of what? The spirit. There is a unity that the Holy Spirit actually brings to the church or to the body of Christ or to us, which it is not our effort that brought it, but it must be our effort to sustain it. Because when you get born again, the Holy Spirit takes you and puts you into the body of Christ. You don't walk into the body of Christ yourself. It is the Spirit, that is what the first baptism that happens to every saint. The day you give your life to Christ, you are baptized into the body of Christ. It is the work of the Holy Ghost. And he indwells you. And that unity to the body, you have a responsibility to maintain it. So there are two unity here. I want to point out to you. So we, we have the unity of the spirit and we have the unity of faith. Okay? We, the unity of the spirit is the unity which is intended for us to maintain. And the unity of faith is the unity which is intended for us to attain. The unity, you can never find yourself with the unity of faith until you have begun and sustained the unity of the spirit and for the unity of faith there are many things that must happen before you arrive there including having a pastor having a prophet having an apostle there are many things until we all come so coming to the unity of faith is a thing to achieve in the future by reason of maintaining the unity And beloved, I'm telling you, if the church of the Lord Jesus Christ will see this thing that I'm teaching you, will understand this thing that I'm teaching you, I said the most powerful, the most powerful, the invisible force on earth is the church. I'm telling you the truth. It's the church. It's a group of people who do not carry swords, do not carry guns, but yet cause changes. No bullet, but we cause a change. No nuclear bomb, but we caught a change. No anti-ballistic weapon, but we caused a change. The most powerful force on earth is the church. And that's why Satan is not comfortable. And that which weakens the church is disunity. Like I've, I've been telling you. 
So there is this consciousness. The first thing that you have to have at the back of your mind and be conscious of it to help you maintain this unity of the spirit. You have an effort. Say, I have an effort. I have a responsibility. Say, I have a responsibility to make an effort to sustain, to maintain the unity of the spirit. Yes. To come to the place of the unity of the faith is a sign of maturity. It's a proof of maturity. Because your, your ability to come to that place is dependent on the, the coming of the word. For faith cometh by what? So there are certain things that must come in for you to come up. So the Bible says that it is by faith they obtained a good report. So for you to obtain a good report as a good Christian, look, you must have come to that place where the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ you have come to the unity of what? That faith. We will get there. That is not our point for today. But what I want you to do understand is the mindset, the center focus. Certain things you have to look at. Certain things the Bible asks of us to look at. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I don't like a church that is silent. Amen. Amen. Take it as you are the only person I'm preaching to. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Ephesians 4.3. Ephesians 4 3. And he said, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of word of peace. So then the verse number four. Let's roll. Then he said, There is what? One body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. Then move, move, move. He said, One Lord. One faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in all. Hallelujah. Then he said, But unto every one of us is giving grace according to the measure of the gift of what? Of Christ. I think last two weeks I explained this. But let's look at this. So, the number one thing I want you to understand. That you must, the one focus you have to have is that you must have the focus that there is one body. That is the visible church. There is one word, body. One body. The body of Jesus Christ is one. There are not two bodies of Jesus Christ. You don't have a special Jesus Christ and another person has a special word, Jesus Christ. Your Jesus Christ is not better than my Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There is one body. When we talk about one body, that means that there is one setup, one system that Jesus reigns over. He is the head of his body. As I am here, I don't have two bodies. I have one body, which my head, that's what, rests upon. So the Bible says that we must be conscious of the fact that there is one word body you must be conscious of the fact that when you are looking at the church 
when we talk about the church, we are looking, we are talking about, we are not talking about the denominational church, the local church. I'm talking about if the ecclesia, we are talking about everyone that has accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and what? Savior. The day you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit takes you and he asks you to this body. You have a role. You are actually a cell or a part of the body of Jesus Christ that must be added and you are in. The moment you are a believer, you give your life to Christ, you are part of the body. Say, I am part of the body. Come on, say it with confidence and understanding. I am part of the body of Jesus Christ. Can you just imagine, as I'm here, now this should even bring some level of excitement to you. Can you just imagine, now this guy who went to destroy our things on the land, this guy who went to destroy our things on the land, what is his power? What is his excitement? The fact that he's in the entourage of the king, I mean the chief. And no one to me, until the chief came, he had no power to destroy anybody's thing. So just imagine you being part of the body of Jesus Christ. You are not just part of his entourage. You are part of the body. The blood of Jesus that is flowing from his head is flowing through you. The same blood. The same thing. You are part of the body. When you come into a meeting and we are releasing this revelation, you pray in tongues to receive it. You are part of it. Do you understand it? I'm telling you that the knowledge of what I'm teaching is not much important as in the understanding. You can accumulate the knowledge and the knowledge alone has power to make you proud. The Bible says knowledge, that's what pops up. It has the power to make you proud. But you need understanding to make you established. You are part of the body. Amen. Whether you are, you are in the toe or you are in the leg or you are a cell in the armpit or wherever you are, you are part of Jesus Christ's word, body. Now, just imagine. I could say, just imagine. Think of me. Ah, Pastor David, you are part of the body and I'm also part of the body. Just imagine this understanding alone. How will you feel towards me? When my father died and I got to the funeral grounds, Immediately, I met a young, handsome man. And then, he introduced himself. I'm George. I said, George, you are my father's son. He said, yes. He said, you are my brother. I realized I have a half-brother. I hugged him. From that day till now, I, I, I love him without effort. Because I have knowledge that I've seen my brother. I've seen my brother. Hallelujah. So, being conscious of the fact that I am part of the body... Kesiwa is part of the body. You, 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 you uh, think it's part of the body. I mean, a man, no matter how big you are, you can carry all the masses, the, the matters in the world. We don't care. You are, you are not part of any, you are part of the same body. We are all part of the same body. Look at somebody and say, don't be silly, you are part of it. <laughs> don't think of yourself highly, you are part of it. We are part of something that is great. We are part of a great man's body. We are part of a great man's body. That is the thing. That is the consciousness I'm talking about. And that should bring excitement. And it should boost what? Unity. So when I'm hurting you and I have that understanding that you're you're part of the body. One day I went somewhere and I needed a certain favor. I was doing everything that I can. The favor was not going through. 
and I told my wife, I said, let's go. Do you know why I did that? Because the guy there was with a bro. When he, my wife got there, I said, when you get there, speak ever. So he got there, he started speaking ever. No, that favor went through. Why? He's, he's part of the everybody. You get it. Why I try to compare with Benibi Mariada? Oh, the only one who is in the middle. Oh, that's As Anthony Ban, I know I can find out what they would do it. You know. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on, Satino Neshe. Or Becca experience natural. No, no, no. You don't know what we are talking about. You don't know what you are talking about. Yeah. See, I'm part of the body. I don't just compare a quack patch be or no if we are patch a bina. If we are going to do a patch a bia, could we get in the day? Oh, money, papa, cockras. I can't. Oh, money, papa, cockras. Oh, minimum. Hallelujah. So you need this consciousness. So that when I see you, I know who I've seen. I've seen me. When I see you, I've seen what? Me. I've seen me. This is what is happening. This consciousness. This understanding. That we have what? One body. He said it. He said there is one what? There is no two. There is no two. There is one body. One body. One body. Okay, so for some of you, eh, <laughs> for example, when we went to school, when we went to Achimota school, better still, when we went to secondary school, so that everybody will feel part of it. <laughs> I'm opening the domain. <laughs> when we went to secondary school, there were certain children that came to the school that felt more special than some of us. Are you aware of that? Why do you think they felt more special? The home from which they came from. The parents that brought them. So they felt more special. Some of us, we went to school carrying our trunks. Some of them, they came to school being carried in a jacuzzi. Uh, what's the name? A 4x4. Four four, a Lexus. A Volvo. And they came out. Some of us, we went in the night with our trunk on our head. When they saw us, before we could arrive at the house, they gave us a nickname. Or something. Why are you coming to school at night? They said they're calling me or something. I said, hey, Sumitrank. Hey, you don't know. You there, you, you are somewhere. Me Sumitrank. Do one of my, hey, this time, like, how? Or Samai, baby. Or Samai, or Samai, or Samai. It almost became a nickname. <laughs> By that time, somebody's mother is driving him or her. Obesina, mommy, did you? Did you bring my raincoat? Raincoat. You see, the kind of house the person came from. When I got to the dormitory, I placed my trunk there. They showed me my bed. Unfortunately for me, the bed was a spring bed. I didn't have a mattress. I thought it was going to be a plank so that I can put my blanket on it and sleep. It was a spring bed. It took me for blanket in the day. I want to be piercing chain. I'm the self form. Would you have that form? You inform that. And I'm in that form. And I was sleeping on the floor. And these guys who wake up in the night and they are going to urinate. And they get a, like, it was a shock. Like, how? Like, ah, you came to see, ah, 
They were shocked. Like, I shot, I couldn't sleep. Because the way people were looking at me, it was some way I couldn't sleep. My eyes were like that. I was watching them. We take crap. They felt very different. They felt very special. They felt very different. What I want to tell you is that you are part of the body, no matter who you are, how tall, how skillful, how anointed, how powerful. The person that brought you to this school of the body of Christ, we are all brought in by the same spirit. Say one spirit. One spirit. So don't feel too special that you have a certain Holy Spirit. Only when we are bringing you to, part, to be part of the body, a certain different Holy Spirit brought you. He, when he came, he was wearing white. My, my own was wearing black. It is one spirit. I say it is one, one spirit. Yeah, this is that, that, that lady crying in the church. Cry. Can I tell you something? No matter how righteous you feel to be in a, in a church, I'm telling you, making other people feel unrighteous, it was the same Holy Spirit that felt that this lady is worthy to be part of the body. So don't think of yourself better than the person. So that yourself you don't come to a point and feel like, oh, and you begin to some people feel they are more quality, quality people, believers, or quality bodies parts, quality body parts. <laughs> original, original body parts that has been brought in. I'm sure such a person is very disappointed tonight and trying to let me feel like I'm not a good preacher. I'm here to let you know. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. You are part of the body, the same body. The same body. If Jesus' body is a drunkard body, we are all drunkards together. But thank God, his body is a glorious body. And therefore, we are all glorified together. The Bible says we are seated with Christ. Ah! That is the thing. These are the realities and this truth must be with you. So that when I see Vic, I know I've met my body. Now God, I go keep up. I've met my body. I've met a member. I've met somebody. See, it's not even a separate member. I've met, I've met somebody. We all did something inside together. Yeah. Think of it in this way. See it like that. So that when you come to church, you should be able to freely hug anybody. You should be able to freely love everybody. You should be able to love everybody. The truth is you can't like everybody. But you must love everybody. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you must love Norea because we make it come here. You got a point? You must love everybody. You must be able to love. I was in my office when I, I was listening to Pastor Paul praying. I said, wow, that's so powerful. Leading prayer. I just felt like, oh, this is scripture. You know, prayer points. <laughs> I was so, yeah. Lift your voice. Let's thank God for this. Let's pray for forgiveness of sin. You don't come and mess up the church. <laughs> and I was happy. Let's pray for the for utterance. And the utterance is working. So you see, you, you begin to see necessary. He's part of your body. He doesn't say, oh, he's coming from a certain church in Abu Abu. So well. hey, 
He is part of the body. We are part of the body. We are not special people from different bodies. We were brought in by the same spirit. One span. One spirit. One. One body. One. That's it. Finish. 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 You see the way I'm scratching my beard. Okay, coming. And the beard cannot scratch itself. If the beard doesn't respect this thing, <laughs> hallelujah. This is the word of God. Yes. This is the word of God. Number three. Yeah, I'll finish number two. One spirit. <laughs> what were you waiting for? Okay, let's look at Ephesians 2.18. Let me just give you certain scriptures to help you. Ephesians 2.18, quickly. He said that having... Pre- 2.18. 2.18. Ephesians 2.18. Then we move to 22. He said that, For through him we both have access by which one? One spirit unto which one? The Father. You don't have a different Holy Ghost that gives you access. So when you pray, it is the same Holy Spirit that helps me. It is the same Holy Spirit that helps you. Same Holy Spirit. I can love you. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I mean, I'm telling you, I can love you. Do you get so so where did where did the gospel the, the gospel came from? You think it was only your wife you must love. You are just a joker. You are just a joker. <laughs> I'm telling you, you must be able to love everyone. Amen. Where did that come from? That you can just gossip when uh, no, just think up you, you see. Think about the understanding you have right now and just imagine somebody gossiping or you gossiping about somebody. You see, it looks nasty. It looks some way. They're part of the body. Can just, just imagine that. Uh, 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 my hands goes to tell my leg. Uh, the stomach says that you are ugly. And the leg says, ah, I bore. I left. I, I, I left the body. <laughs> you didn't check me. I left. I left. If they won't left the stomach, I they left the body. If they left, go away. You alone, you they left, go away. No matter how the tail of a world Jekyll could struggle for long, it doesn't maintain, sustain life. You they left the body, go. 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 We walk as deformed body, but we end at a go, but you will not be there some. You know, Pastor, the recap, they made a statement. They said, most of the time, people that divorce or break away or bring disunity, they always feel they are right. And you realize that those are people, they always want to explain themselves to people, you see, and you see they didn't call me, and they didn't do this, and they didn't tell me what I'm supposed to, and they didn't, and this one, 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 I'm not not going to be doing anything, I'm not going to, hey! The moment you see somebody is turning himself from, what you don't know is that, turn yourself from a group is turn yourself from a vision. And for lack of vision, mm, Come on, 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 life. For lack of vision, for lack of vision, the people will cast what? Despair. So you would think that, no, but why are you, where are you going? Do you understand? Why do you say, why are you going? Where, where are you going? Your relevance is here. And he said, no, no, I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm not, the way they are treating me, me are, ah, they don't respect me. They don't respect me. You don't respect it. That's how feminine is. That's how feminine is. You can't do that. 
No matter how old you are, you are part of the same body. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? You are part of the same body, brother, sister. Calm down, calm down, calm down. Have this understanding. You are part of the same body, for through him we have access by the same who? Spirit. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Look at somebody's face and say, hey, go back to where you are running from. That's what an angel, an angel told Hagar. An angel, Hagar was running away from his mistress. Her mistress, that is uh, uh, Sarah. And was running away. An angel went there, hey, my friend, go back to <laughs> my friend, go back to where you are coming from. Go and submit. He said, go and submit. Why run away to Go back and submit to where you are coming from. Amen. Ephesians 2.22 Is it already 8.30? Hey, I sure the watch is correct. But I have not said much. In whom ye also are built together this scripture is a very serious thing. In whom? In who? In Jesus Christ. That is the body of Jesus Christ. He said, it is in him we are built together for an habitation of God. Through the spirit. The spirit. The Holy Spirit is the building engineer of the, the temple of Jesus Christ. I mean, the temple of God, which is the body of Jesus Christ. The temple of God is the body of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Ghost is the architect. He is the one who is also engineering it. He is the former. He is the whatever it is. He is the basin. He is the one doing it. And the Bible says that. This thing he is doing. He does it. He said, in whom ye also are built. We are all built together. So your build up is not in isolation. It's in what? Association. Your build up. For you to become a great and a powerful, there are many things I know as a Christian which I was not taught by my pastor from the pulpit. I learned them from the fellowship of the brethren. Many of them I learned them from the fellowship of the brethren. I learned how to pray from the fellowship of the brethren in Scripture Union. I learned it. There is no when you come to scripture, you know, there's no pastor class. So for you, who's going to do this? I learned many things from the fellowship of the brethren. So the more you are part of the fellowship of the brethren, the more you are part of the body, what is happening to you is that you will be built together. We are built together by the same spirit for the same God. So as we are here right now, He's building us together. So, sister, the day you are divorcing or the day we are separating yourself from among us, eh, you are just isolating yourself from a, a mighty work of build up that is being orchestrated by the Holy Ghost. That's a serious thing. That will be your address. Me impress me can hum biem. Me etchi me hum. Ma bremo sa bremo. Wo etchi unwe free. The Bible says we are living stones that is being used to build. So can you just imagine the Holy Ghost comes around? Maybe I will have half block. Or buy or show the half block. Ah, I didn't make sure that I half block. Half block when you're not here, you're not here. 
Where are you going? Don't allow yourself to be isolated. Don't allow yourself. Don't allow yourself. Jesus told us, offenses shall come, brother. You will be offended. If you are offended, know that the devil has come to you. It means that you are a Christian. It means that you are a Christian. Satan, Satan wants to get your fall. So when you get offended, brother, do everything to reconnect. Do everything. Most of you have been offending me plenty, plenty. But I am always reconnecting. Amen. Do everything to reconnect. Don't allow yourself. No. Don't allow yourself. Don't be deceived. Don't think that there is a special place for you. No, 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 no. Yes. Come on. Don't think. There's nothing. There's no special place. You are part of the body. I say you are part of. Yes. If the church will understand this, if the church will understand this, I'm telling you, the church can help in the build-up of the nation. The church can help other uh, Christians to secure jobs. The church can help other people to grow. The church can, the ch- there, there will be, you see, there will be a, 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 a lot of great things happening. Mighty things happening. So this evening, we have learned a lot of things. I want to end here. We have learned a lot of things. Number one, we have learned that there is how many body. There's one body of which we are all part of it. And number two, we have also learned that what? There is what? One spirit. So we should be conscious of the fact that there is one body. And then there is one spirit which is working in us all. Is that not it? Yes. So it's only two points out of the things that you have to be focused on. Building the right consciousness or focus for the unity of the spirit. These are certain things you must set your mind and your heart, your consciousness on. So when you meet Kesewa, when you meet her, don't see, don't see a different person. Do you understand? Benedicta, am I right? Hi, Benedicta. Benis, sorry. When you meet Benis, that you have not talked to Benis before, eh? doesn't let you see her different. You have seen a, a sister, a born again sister. You have seen her. That is part of you. And I'm telling you, you'll be very surprised that at that instant where you are, the Lord may want to do something. And that unity, that oneness, can invoke the power of God for a victory. Yes, it's possible. It happens usually. The Bible says, and they were all together in one accord in the upper room. And then it says, suddenly, can I tell you something? Sudden occurrence happens at the place of unity. Sudden miracles. Sudden miracles. Sudden miracles. We can hold our hands and begin to pray. We can meet a sister who is crying because it's a, 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 somebody is taking her husband. Hold her sister, let's pray. Together. And by the time you realize there is a restoration, there's a testimony. I don't know her from anywhere. I know that she's in a denomination. You see, do not allow names of churches to separate us. Do you understand? We are part of the body. We are all one body. I'm done. I pray that the Holy Spirit would 
sanctify your thinking. I pray for you, but that by the blood and by the word of God, your minds and your understandings will be sanctified to be able to assimilate this truth in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Holy Spirit remind you always. The Bible says, for he shall remind us of all things. May he remind you always so that you will be the one that enhances unity in the body of Jesus Christ. If the body can be united properly, it can grow mightily. The Lord bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to take two or three questions. Let's take a seat. I want to take two or three questions. Any questions so far? And you realize that I will not come and teach again. <laughs> Why should I teach and you ask questions? I like questions. And I'll be in that. Any question, please? What we have taught so far, you will get up, you, you mention your name. Okay, my name is Prosper. I'm Eva. In Jesus' name, we shall prosper. Amen. And um, the question is uh, the Bible says that we have some called false brethren. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the false brethren, how will we be able to build that unity so that why do you want to unite with a false thing? <laughs> eh? The Bible says you can't put an old cloth, an old cloth on an old, on a new one. Is that not it? Yeah. So if everything is false, it said mark them and do what? Eh? The thing is not original. Do you like uh, China? Uh, no. China? <laughs> <laughs> you like? Let me use the word. Do you like fake things? Ah, the thing is fake. So, see that we you don't need to have anything to do with fake things. Go, go for original always. I say do what? Go for original always. Are you okay with that? Yeah. So when you see false brethren, you have not been you have not been sent to them, please. Any other question, please? There's no question. Should I ask your question? Should I ask your question? Nobody wants to say yes because they are thinking I'll call them. You have a question. All right. Thank you so much, Apostle. I'm Pastor Mercy, and I've been so blessed by the word tonight. And please, Apostle, when, when it comes to the natural body, you see, somebody can get sick, and let's say you can have you can you can have a pain in your leg, and it hurts so bad that the only option would be to like amputate. amputate your leg so then i want to find out that when it comes to the their the body like like the scenes can there be a point that a part of the body is hurting you to the point that the only option would be to get rid of that part just to stay healthy or just to become okay i want to look for a scripture and read to you the bible says something he said, when you have problem with somebody, eh, maybe you can look for that scripture for me. He said, when you have problem with somebody, okay, he said, go to the person. He said, go to the person and try to make up with the person. He said, if he does not open up, he said, tell uh, one or two elders and go 
to him again. If he does not open up, he said, bring him to the church. And let the church try to rebuke him and get him. If he does not open up, he said, consider him as an ethic. You understand what I'm trying to say? So those Tintima people, is that the, the, the scripture? Don't, those Tintima people, mm, Tintima, on Pensa cry. Bible say, 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 So this one is a disease part of the body. <laughs> eh? Amputate it. I said, do what? Amputate. Jesus said that if one of your eye is worrying you, he said, you yourself take a knife or a fork and scorch it. The word scorch. hell. <laughs> That is a one part of the body can cause the whole body if you don't cut, if you don't cut it off, if you don't take it off. If you don't, he said, hey, yeah. Jesus is the one that said it. Well, let, let's learn wisdom. Let's learn wisdom. He said, if a part of your body, if your right hand is causing you, he said, you now cut it off. For it is better to go to heaven with one hand than to go to hell with two hands. That means that that small part of the body can cause you to go to where? To hell. Now, why Jesus is saying that you yourself cut it off? Cutting your body is a painful thing and it is your body. So sometimes the person may be somebody close to you. A friend of yours that rebelled in the church. When we sack the person, we discipline the person. Don't be the next person to rise up and say that, well, my friend, so I want to be and the person and obey and the way they and a man and say, it's my friend. The Bible says, don't be that person. Don't be that person. We have infectious diseases which can affect a part of a body and can travel to it affected the finger but by the time I realized I probably do have to see see a child be careful here it is a child we are sister brown was it the man again today you can feel because yeah you never feel one of them that's what you don't know you didn't come to receive your friend as your lord and savior you came to receive jesus christ as your lord and savior so when everybody has a friend do you understand it hello are you here Everybody has a friend. I had a pastor who rebelled. I mean, rose up and decided to walk out. The wife came to me and she said, she, she doesn't want to go anywhere. She wants to stay. I said, this one is marriage issues. I can't keep you. I can't keep you. Please. I won't suck you, but I can't keep you. I can't guarantee you'll stay here. She said, brother, I don't want to follow him. I said, I can't keep you. I can't keep you. Amen. Because the two has become one. <laughs> so if this one is cancer, by all means, it is Ananias and what? Safira. So many people are cancerous bodies. Part of the body and they are causing problems. It's a hard truth, isn't it? Yes, but that's how we have to welcome it. We should be able to see like 
Jifa and the friend. And all of a sudden, Jifa starts misbehaving and doing things that is not consistent with the way of the Holy Spirit. And the church begins to rebuke Jifa and Jifa begins to get rebellious. And I'm sorry, Mejai, your friend should be able to say, wait, Jai, I'm, I'm not going with you. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going with you. I'm staying. I'm staying. Because maybe you are this part of the body and your friend is this part of the body. What's your name? Agatha. Agatha is this part of the world. Jifa is this part of the body. Jifa say we ja or ko. Agatha, bro, once you try Jifa and Fisha, non-ko. It's not baby. Because when you stay, that's when you get connected. I'll be teaching and I'll get to that point where the place where we are, uh, uh, the place where the joint supply to every part of the body. So it is your connection that sustains your supply. Are, are you getting what I'm trying to say? Yes. Amazing. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.